0: Our job is to consecrate ourselves to God. And if we do that day in and day out, God is going to show up and show off. Flip the script. If you want to change your life, you have to change your story. Kiss the wave. The obstacle is not the enemy. The obstacle is the way. Eat the frog. If you want God to do the super, you have to do the natural Fly the kite. How you do anything is how you'll do everything. Cut the rope. Playing it safe is risky. Wind the clock. You do not find time. You have to make time. Seed the clouds. You have to sow today what you wanna see tomorrow. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is mystery. Win the day. So on Monday uh, evening, Cindy looks across the table from me from an article that she was reading. And uh, it was in the USA Today, uh, USA Today, the life section of the USA Today online uh, newspaper. And she looks across the table, and she shares with me, with me the title of this article. And the title was, That Feeling You Can't Name, It Is Emotional Exhaustion. That was the title of the article. The title of the article was, That Feeling You Can't Name, It is emotional exhaustion. It was an article written by Aaliyah Dastinger. And so as I was listening to Cindy tell me about this, now, actually, before I go into this this story, I want to tell you, um, for you mothers who are out there, today is Mother's Day. And as I tell you the title of this article, that feeling you can't name, It is emotional exhaustion. How many of you moms can identify with that title? (laughs) There are hands going up in this room waving at me even as I speak. So that title, right, for you moms, I mean, just think about it. The the article goes on. It went on to talk about that feeling that you have, the the feeling where you are functioning, right, you have to function. Because moms, let's face it, if you don't function, the rest of the family doesn't function, right? The house is going to fall down. It's going to fall apart. So there's this feeling where if you aren't functioning, everything else just kind of collapses. You might feel run down all the time. You might be having a difficulty. And you can't name exactly what's wrong, but that feeling that you have, it's called emotional exhaustion. And not just moms. By the way, this is for all of us. This is something that all of us can identify, that feeling you have, that feeling you have where you're living with that frustration, You've got that irritability, it's constantly there, the heartbreak about the fact that we live in this world, this pandemic-saturated world right now, the unpredictability of life day in and day out. Where once we had emotional stressors, once we had emotional moments, moments where the emotions would raise up and they would be high at, at some moment in time, but now we live in a constant state of emotional exhaustion. Emotional exhaustion is waking up in the morning and almost immediately, as soon as you wake up, dreading the day. It's waking up feeling like the day is overwhelming you, overwhelming you to the place that you don't even have the capacity to deal anymore. According to the article, emotional exhaustion is identified as a physical tiredness. It is a mental tiredness. It is difficulty concentrating. It is all the things we experience, and we're just at the end of our capacity. That's emotional exhaustion. And we live there. We are emotionally exhausted. But here's the thing even in our current state, hope is not lost. And I hope you can hear me on this. Hope is not lost. Even with the work calls, even with the children and the pressures of their schedules and what their needs are, even with your friends who are hurting and constantly needing your attention, even with the stress and the anxiety, the mounting responsibilities, the pressures you face, even though you feel it all, hope is not lost. Because even if you stack up all of our emotional, even if you stack up all of our emotional exhaustion, all of it, every single piece that that you are feeling, everything that I'm identifying, if you stack it all up over here, God is still greater. God is still greater. But we have to find a way to deal with our emotional exhaustion. Hope is not lost, but we do have to learn how to face and deal with our emotional exhaustion exhaustion. Here's the thing. God has told us that if we are faithful in the little things and do them as if they are big things, God will show up and do the big things as if they're little things. But we have to believe that that is true. That's a promise that God makes. God makes that promise. Mark Batterson writes this in his book, Win the Day, and he says, if you do the right things day in and day out, God is going to show up and show off. I love that statement. If you do the right things day in and day out, God is going to show up and He's going to show off. So, when your emotional, your physical, your mental tank is empty, when your emotional and physical and mental tank is empty, how do you do the right things? How do you do the right things day in and day out? How do you fill up your tank when you've got nothing left to put into the tank? That's what we're going to talk about today. Because let's be honest. The world is in a state of health crisis, right? We've been living in a place of constant crisis, a pandemic as around the world. COVID, the pandemic, there's this uncertainty that every day brings with it, leading to other issues. Every day, the news is telling us something else. This vaccine worked. This vaccine didn't work. This is gonna move us in the right direction. Nope, No, nope, we gotta take two steps back. There's, there's these issues that come up. And then, of course, that then leads to depression, which we've been talking about, is at an all-time high. Mental health is huge it's a huge issue right now and it's not going away there are other stressors that we are facing because we are right now in a world that is facing a health crisis and on top of that we're dealing with the effects of racial trauma issues of racial trauma we're 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 seeing on the news every single week there's another murder there's anger there's fingers pointing there's blame the things reaching at all time levels everyone is ratcheting up it seems There's new disasters every day. There's hurricanes. There's wildfires. There's India and the impacts of the pandemic. And we see that they are stressed to their max. There's politics. There's mistrust. There's there's all kinds of issues going on in our world. That's the world that we're living in right now. And in the face of such overwhelming emotional exhaustion, how do you consistently make the right decisions day in and day out? Some days all we want to do is climb back into the bed, right? We get up, we look at the world, we look out the window, we say, I don't want to face that. And so we, cl- we want to climb back into bed and we want to wake up a decade from now and see that things are better. That's what we want to do. But we can't do that, right? You, we, we can't do that. You and I cannot do that. There are people in our lives that are depending upon us. There, we have lives to lead. Right, There are things that we have to do. We, we all have a purpose in this life. I have a purpose and you have a purpose. And every day, the decisions that we make, they impact us. They impact the people around us. These decisions that we make, they're important to those people and to us. They're important to God. We have lives that we are born to live. And so we can't just climb into a bed and, and hide away. The way we make our decisions matter even in the face of emotional exhaustion, as we face this incredible exhaustion, is by not getting distracted by all the craziness, not getting distracted or overwhelmed by all the big decisions that that are coming our way and the things that are all in front of you, but rather starting small. This is the point of what Mark Batterson tells us in the book, and this is what I want us to, to drill down on today, is that the way we deal with it all is by starting small, little by little. Step by step, moment by moment, we focus on what's in front of us. And if we are faithful in the little decisions, then God will be faithful in the big decisions. When we are faithful in the small things, God rewards us by being faithful to us in the larger things. But we have to start small and go moment to moment. Today, our scripture passage is from Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 to 24. And Before I read this for you, I want to pray for us and ask for God's blessing uh, over us. And so Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word which inspires us, which challenges us, uh, which encourages us, Lord, Uh, Lord, which causes us to grow. We pray that these words would go deep down into our hearts and into our souls and into our minds today, Lord, that they would be a beginning seed of filling up those tanks of ours that are so empty. We pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. And so here in Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24, we hear the words of Paul, the apostle Paul, and he says this, he says, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Jesus Christ. In these two sentences, the Apostle Paul is giving us an important principle for how we can live when we find ourselves in the middle of an emotional exhaustion. He is saying that everything that we do, whether it's big or small, everything that we we, we are doing, we should be doing as if we are doing for God, doing for Jesus. The world has all this craziness going on around us, right? There are natural disasters and there's COVID and and the pandemic and anger and hatred is is off the charts right now. And and here's the thing, you can't fix that. I can't fix that. We can't even together fix all that. The world is going to do the world thing. It's going to keep on moving. Time is going to keep marching on. The world is going to keep doing its thing. And we have a role within that, but we can't fix everything, all the craziness. And yet for some reason we try to hold it all back and we try to control it and we try to do what we can and it's pressing in and it's pressing in. We can't control what the world is going to do. However, what we can do is we can control what we're going to do. You can control what you are going to do in the face of such craziness all around you. You are responsible for the decisions you make right now here, in this moment. And so when you're faced with a difficult task or a challenging decision to make, ask yourself, is this the best decision that I can make? Just that question. I mean, if you're into writing things down, write that question down and ask yourself, because that question is huge. Is this the best decision that I can make? If we could learn how to make that question the first question we ask all the time, our lives would be completely different. We live in a, socially med- uh, a social media saturated world, right? I mean, people are sharing their life on social media and everyone's looking for likes and shares and trying to go after all of those things. We, we post something and then we look and we say, oh, did anybody like it? Did anybody like it? Does anybody like me? That's how we're living these days. The world is living for the comments section of Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat. It's like more and more and more we're making decisions based on outward recognition, by outward recognition. But, but all of that, all of that, all it does is compound our anxiety and it compounds our emotional exhaustion. And, and yes, you know, here we are, it's, it's creating a problem for us. I mean, if you think of it, before even social media and everything got crazy uh, the way it is today, we still are in New Jersey here. We are the birthplace of the Jersey Shore and Housewives of New Jersey, right? The reality TV shows. This is not anything new. We live in an area that is saturated with what other people are doing and comparing ourselves. We are so focused on staying current and keeping up with everything else that we're missing what is best for what's trending. It's how the world around us works. And so from the smallest task to the largest responsibility, we have to remember that the work we do, the things that we do, the choices that we make, all of those things, they are not for the approval of the people around us. That's not why we do anything. What we do is in recognition of our obedience before God. Our obedience before God. On Sunday morning, each week, uh, when the worship team here at the church gathers together on, on Sunday, we often remind ourselves that we are singing, that we are doing the sound system, that I am uh, up here sharing this message. All of this that we are doing this morning is for an audience of one. It's for an audience of one. And that doesn't mean that we don't care about anybody else who's listening. We're doing this so that people can, can come along and can be a part of what we are doing. But, but as we are here this morning... Our goal is to celebrate Jesus first. That's why we do what we do. We tend as a church and as a people and as a culture to think that winning the day is something that we do when we accomplish big tasks, big goals, and when we're recognized for some kind of outward achievement. But winning the day is really what happens when we're faithful in the small things. Every Sunday morning when when I pray for us as a worship team and we're here, we pray that God is going to show up in your lives. We are praying for this day. We are grateful for this day, but we pray that that God will show up, that God will uh, allow you to experience the Holy Spirit of God in a powerful way. We pray that God will, will press into your lives and will light a fire in you that will inspire you this week, that God will inspire, that God will heal, that God will comfort you. All of these things are things that we are praying for, for you and for us. But here's the thing. I can't make that happen. We can't make that happen. You can't make that happen. I'm not in charge of what God's going to do in your life, but here's what I am in charge of. I'm in charge of making sure that we present the message of the gospel and the music and everything that we can do. All the gifts that we have at our disposal. We are responsible for doing the best that we can at this moment to bring you into the presence of God and to allow God to do what God is going to do in your life. We are trying to be obedient to God with the gifts that we have on Sunday morning, all so that we can do our best for an audience of one in the hopes that God will show up and will bless you in some way, shape, or form in your life today. Winning the day starts with small sacrifices. It starts with small decisions and small responsibilities that we do, and then God is responsible for the big things. So how do you do that? How do you take each day in this emotionally exhausted state that you are in, and how do you look at the small things? How do you make those small, important decisions? Well, here's the thing. Just like the three other habits that we've looked at so far in this message series, this is the fourth habit. Uh, called Flying the Kite, how you do uh, everything, or how you do anything is how you're going to do everything. This fourth step today that we're looking at, we're reminded by Mark Batterson that it's important for us to define success. We've said that all the way along. You have to define what success looks like. Mark Batterson in his book defines it this way. He says, success in Win the Day in the book uh, is defined as doing the best you can with what you have right where you are. Let me say that again. Success is doing the best you can with what you have right where you are. Whether it's financial, relational, spiritual, intellectual success, it is vital that you know what you are aiming at. So the first step is knowing where you are going. You have to define that. You have to know where you are going. After that, we need to believe We need to believe uh, that our lives have purpose. That is so important. After we identify where we're going, we all have to believe that our lives have purpose. There's not a single day that goes by that your life is not impacting another person. You can make a difference in this world in some way, shape, or form. This past week, as I was uh, researching this message and thinking about this, I came across an article in Stylist magazine. Stylist Magazine had this article from about nine months ago, so it was in the pandemic, but it was an article that was published that spoke to the benefits, the benefits of little actions making a big difference. And, and here's what the article talked about. I'm not going to get into the science of it all because it involved you know, people, couples, spitting into test tubes, and, and they were measuring cortisol levels and all that kind of stuff. But here's the thing. At the end of the line, the bottom line is there is a clear, undeniable indication that when couples use positive conflict uh, resolution behaviors during their disagreements, when they found ways to just lean in and use positive positive, uh, conflict behaviors during disagreements, they saw higher cortisol levels in their, their saliva, they saw lower stress levels, and they had better health, better overall health. It was undeniable. In this study, as opposed to when the other test, the the part of the test where they just let people be angry in their disagreements, which those people had lower cortisol levels, they had lower, um, they had lower uh, or more stress, I should say, and they had less healthy uh, lifestyles. You and I have a purpose on this life. We have a purpose uh, on this earth and to make uh, our lives matter, we have to learn to make little decisions that are right and that are god honoring. If we can learn to do that, we will have a huge impact in ways that we can't even begin to understand. If you are faithful to do the little things, God will be faithful to do the big things. How you do anything in life is how you're going to do everything in life. We often think the little decisions that we make don't matter, but these are the decisions that matter the most. The ones that we make when no one else is looking, those are the ones. Those are the ones that make the most most difference. And so this week, start with the small stuff. Because here's the thing. The world is still going to be there. The craziness of the world is still going to be there. Your to-do list is still going to be there. People are still going to be yelling at each other and ranting on social media. There's still going to be relationships that are going to be strained. Work is still going to frustrate you. But don't focus on that. See all of that, but don't focus on that. Instead, turn your attention towards the Bible, turn your attention towards uh, Jesus, turn your attention towards worshiping God, and set your sights on small goals. Win the day with little decisions that honor Jesus and trust that God will honor you for your obedience. Can you do that this week? Halfway through his book, Mark Batterson writes, Success is doing the best you can with what you have right where you are. That's potential right? That's your potential. Success is is taking your potential, living up to your potential. Potential is God's gift. Potentially something that God gives to us. It's, it's the bottom line here. Are you becoming the best version of yourself in each and every moment? I, is that possible for you? Are you making the most of the unique gifts that God has given to you? Your time, talent, your treasure, your, your mind, your intellect, your personality, everything that God has formed into who you are, are you using that before God? Are you asking yourself the question, am I making the best decision I can right now? Is this decision that I'm making the best one that I can make? This week, spend time focusing not on the big things that you can't control, but focus on the little decisions that you can control. When we are faithful in the small things, God rewards us by being faithful in the little things. Let's go out this this week and win the day by focusing on the little things. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this message. Uh, It reminds us not to get distracted by all the things that are thrown at us each and every day. And Lord, we thank you that your wisdom here in in the word is not telling us that we're not to see or that we're supposed to ignore uh, the, the world around us. That's not your purpose. You are saying to us to work willingly at whatever we do. Whatever we do, do it as if we are doing it for you, Lord. And so whether it's big or small, whatever it is, we are asked to focus on you. And you tell us that in the midst of this crazy emotional exhaustion that we are dealing with today, Lord, the best way for us to make it through is to keep our decisions small and keep you at the forefront. So Lord, we thank you for this. We uh, We pray for us as we are emotionally tired. We pray, God, that as we go further into this spring season, Lord, that our tanks would not deplete even more, but you would help us to gain little wins each and every day by the decisions that we make, the best decisions we can make before you, and that you will honor us as we put you first each and every day. We pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen.